welcome to the Sunday morning service. You're listening to the First Century Apostolic Church FCAC Tema Community 5, Ghana. We preach, teach, and live the complete and unadulterated Word of God with genuine miracles, signs, and wonders taking place at every meeting with the Holy Spirit. Our aim is to following the steps of the apostles and disciples of the First Century Church founded by our Lord Jesus Christ. Get ready, therefore, for a powerful encounter with the Word and power of God, brought to you by Reverend Dr. V.C.Y. Edwards, the General Overseer of FCAC. He is a seasoned man of God who is blessed with a powerful teaching and deliverance ministry. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. prompt for our morning church services. Your life will never be the same again. God richly bless you as you join us in the service. Lord, uh, hallelujah. Shall we all put our hands together for Jesus and give him a big clap offering? Praise the Lord uh, and hallelujah again. Let us all pray. Our eternal God of mercy, our Father in heaven, we thank you for this day and we thank you for the gathering of your saints before you this morning once again. For Lord, we gather here today not in the name of any man, but in the name of our Lord and Master Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we have come together through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord, we might present ourselves to you that we might look upon us as your sons and your daughters, give us your word, not just us, but everyone who will be blessed enough, who will be blessed enough, Lord, favored enough to hear and see this morning's service. All over the world, everywhere in the world, everywhere on the face of the earth, let it be, Lord, that the entrance of your word this morning will bring your light to dispel every darkness of Satan's kingdom. Let your word bring understanding to all who are living in ignorance. Let your word bring deliverance to everyone who is being dominated, oppressed, or suppressed by the enemy. Prosperity and blessing shall be their portion. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shall we all be seated? This morning, I want to say something about a status, a status, a condition. That every man, every man, every woman, even every child, everybody on the face of the earth would like to have. Everybody would want to have this thing. And I'm referring to the blessed state when a person is blessed. Blessed by God. That's what I mean. Blessed by the maker of the heavens and the earth. Blessed status. The title of today's message, therefore, what I must do to be blessed. Today's message I've entitled, what you must do, what I must do to be blessed. Because, beloved, before you can attain to any position, before you can get anywhere, there are some things that you must do. Some things must be accomplished done before you can reach any status in this life. You cannot have a university degree by sitting at home unless you go through some things and do some things. You cannot travel to another country unless you do some things. So for you to be blessed 
for me to be blessed, for I to be blessed, there are some things that I must do. Therefore, the title is appropriately what I must do to be blessed. Emphasis on the do and the bless, maybe the I. Go with you to the Bible, the book of Second Chronicles. The Bible is the word of God who made the heavens and the earth. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. Second Chronicles chapter 7, 13 and 14. When I shut up heaven and there's no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I'll forgive their sin and heal their land. Second Chronicles 7, 13 and 14. Be Robert, whoever you are, wherever you are in this world, there are just two facts to consider in this life. Only two things to consider. One, everyone, everybody wants to be blessed. As I said before, everybody <coughs> in the world, excuse me, wants to be blessed. Because the opposite of the blessed state is the cursed state living under a curse or curses. But we are talking about what I must do to achieve or to receive the position of blessedness. Everyone wants to be blessed. Number two, the thing that you must also remember, don't forget that every genuine blessing, true blessing, lasting blessing, blessing that can be enjoyed comes from God. It comes from only God. There are some in the world who consider themselves to be blessed because maybe of their wealth, because of their position in life, social position, because of some position that they have or the, their possessions or wealth or riches, or even being celebrities, name or power, they might consider themselves to be blessed. We have heard that yesterday the new king of England was crowned. And I'm very happy for him and happy for England, happy for, for the UK. It's a good thing because kingdoms are established by God. They are there to administer law and order. They, they represent God here on earth, kings, because without kings, there will be no government and there will be chaos. So, we must all have governments. Governments. But it doesn't end there. For example, we know that everyone in the world will have to be a royal. And everyone in the UK will have to belong to a royal family. The Bible said that being a Christian, you are a royal priesthood. <laughs> See? We belong to the kingdom. Christian belongs to the kingdom of God. Kingdom of heaven. And not only are you a royal, but you're also a priest. You are a royal priesthood. So you can be president of a country, of Ghana, powerful man, but though, even though I'm happy for such people because we need them, we need to have kings, we need to have people to, to rule over us. It's God's institution. God instituted that way back in the days of Samuel. And I'm happy for the UK. I go there very often. I'm very happy for them. Hello? Praise the Lord. But true and genuine blessing comes from God. 
Shall I say true and genuine blessing? So that does not matter how wealthy or how rich or how powerful or how well known your name is. If that blessing does not originate, doesn't come from God, it is not genuine blessing. It is not genuine or lasting blessing. Psalm 1 to 8, verses 1 to 6. Psalm 128, verses 1 to 6. Psalm 1 to 8, read verses 1 to 6. The Bible says here, the word of God says here categorically, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord. Psalm 1 to 8, verse 1. Blessed is everyone, not, not some, everyone who fears the Lord. And who walks in his ways. Fearing the Lord means you walk in the ways of God. Verse 2. When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy. And it shall be well with you. Church, may it be well with you all. Nibwai Town, Teshi, Michelle Kam Tema, and all who are hearing me now, my prayer that may it be well with you all. It shall be well with you. Being well with you means that you, you are in a blessed state. Hmm. Then, the Bible goes on to give some examples. It says, verse 3, your wife shall be like a fruitful vine. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine. Now, where's your wife? Very productive in everything that she does. Not just you, but your wife also. Productive in everything that she does. A fruitful vine. In the very heart of your house, your children like olive plants all around your table. May your children be like olive plants in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. And then verse 4 says, Behold, thus shall be the man be blessed who fears the Lord. This shall be the blessing of the man who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you out of Zion. And may you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. May you see the good of Jerusalem. Oh, may you see the good of Jerusalem. Today, the Lord wants to bless you. So may you stay blessed. And may you respond to their blessings. Yes, may you see your children's children. Praise the Lord. Now and then I hear, I see some powerful men, powerful women, powerful in they are rich, wealthy, famous, and um, they don't live long. In fact, some of them are buried on the same day as their children are being buried. That is a very pitiful, very sad state. May you all see your children's children in the name of Jesus. The next psalm is Psalm 127, verse 1 and 2. The psalm before, the next psalm is Psalm 127. So that one was 1, 2, the, the previous one, Psalm 127, 1 and 2. The Bible says, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. In vain, in vain for you to rise up. Sorry, it is in vain, or it is vain for you to rise up early. To sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so, he gives his beloved sleep. Amen. The Bible says that unless the Lord built the city. Unless God himself has established it, unless God has given it to you, a city, whole city, is good. We need cities. But we must dwell in cities. We must dwell in houses. We need roads. We need hospitals. We need cities. 
But unless the Lord himself build the city, yes, you may build it. But I said, you build it in vain. You build it in vain. At the end of the day, it will not benefit you. And even when you have built it, unless the Lord guards it for you, what is it, what is valid for you, you can apply all the security men in the world. They will stay awake in vain. All that in vain. So whatever you are doing, look at the blessing that's within it. If it's not from the Lord, then that blessing is vain. It may look outwardly to be a blessing because you see it as good. Maybe it's providing a lot of money for you, some benefits. But if it's not from the Lord, it is all in vain. Some rise up early. They rise up early, very early. And they sit up late. In other words, they work the whole day. Verse 2. It is vain. Vain to rise early and sit up late. You rise up early, you work the whole day, 24 hours a day. And yet, what you eat, what you get from it, Bible calls the bread of sorrows. You are eating from it and it's not, it's not tasty. You are not happy. It's not tasty. Bread of sorrows. Hello? The Bible says, for what you get, all that you get by rising early, working late, hard work, late, before you can eat that bread of sorrows. So, God gives the same thing to his children who even sleep. He said that who sleep, God gives to them. In other words, God gives them very, very easily. What it may take you, maybe 18 hours a day working, sweating to get. God gives to his children who sleep. Praise the Lord. That is true blessing. True blessing. I remember when, when I was a young man, young doctor working in England, and the work was so, you were you, working like, 72 hours a day, non-stop. And my wife, Mary, was a housewife taking care of her children. And at one time, she said, oh, she also, she had work permit. She could work, but she had to take care of her children because I was, most of the time I was in the hospitals. And she said she wanted to also work. So we got work for her in the library. And the first thing we noticed in the library is that there's no chair to sit on. The whole office, the whole building, no chair. So as soon as you enter, you, don't, you can't even sit down. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, it was a bookshop, sorry. Bookshop. She, she's a librarian, so she, she got a, a job in a bookshop for her. And a fair, big bookshop, big bookshop in England. But no chair, not a single chair. You can't say your legs are attached, you want to sit down. And she will stand from morning until she closes. So that when she even came home, she even forget to sit because she used to standing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> After about two or three months, she realized she was in fact eating the bread of sorrows. Because what, what she was getting from that bookshop, the Lord was providing for her already. So she herself stopped. She herself just, she would, want, she would not work anymore. She preferred to be a housewife, take care of her children, and God gave her sleep. Amen. Amen. May God give you all sleep. May God provide for you. In the name of Jesus. Church, in this life, in life, one is either blessed or not blessed. You are either blessed or not blessed. Even when you are blessed, it can be selective or holy. You see, you can, you, can, you can have some things good and other things not so good. And when you are blessed, when you are blessed, the Bible says all is well and may all be well with you. Amen. You are either blessed or not blessed. I'm not talking about riches, fame. I'm not talking about being a celebrity, being a a powerful person. I'm not referring to somewhere that they always roll the, the red carpet for you. No. 
it's not a matter of owning, owning private jets or owning a chain of businesses. It is a status in the eyes of God. Whether God sees you as blessed or cursed. And may God bless your church. Now, brethren who are asked, may God bless you all. If you have been living in a cursed state, after hearing this message and after our revivals, may God change your status to a blessed status. Clap your two hands for Jesus. Verse 13 of 2 Chronicles 7 refers to a care state or a condition of a person. The blessed states or the con blessed con sorry. Verse 13 refers to the care state. The care state or the care condition of a person. That's verse 13. And God says, when I shut up heaven over a person's head so that there's no rain. In third, you say that when the sky, the heaven over your head becomes as hard as brass, as iron. The sky over your head, you alone, everywhere you go, the sky over your head is as hard as steel as iron, as brass. That is a cursed condition or a cursed state. May this never happen to anybody in FCC. And if you've been following us from anywhere in the world, may it never, never happen to you. In the name of Jesus. Give me a better amen. amen. Praise the Lord. God and when I shut up, heaven over a person's head so that there's no rain. What does this mean? What does this mean? Don't forget, God has the power to open and God has the power to shut. He has the power to open, power to shut. When God said, when I shut the heaven over a person's head so that there's no rain. Beloved, it refers to a life of no progress. No progress. No new good things. A person looks at himself or herself now, compares himself to last year or two years ago, and in fact, no new thing, no progress has ever taken place. If anything, things have become worse. You know, I, I counsel you, I, I tell people, look, you are underperf underperforming. I once met a 37-year-old man, 37-year-old man, a Christian. A Christian. Or at that time, appeared to be a Christian. And this man was not married, no children, no job, no profession, no suitable accommodation. No good accommodation. He lived in a single room that was left to him because his father died and left some small single. He used to sleep in the room with his father in a single room. And when the father died, he took over no furniture, one or two plastic chairs and a single bed. And I said, my, my, my son, you are underperforming. You are living under a curse. Where you are now is not your position. That's not where your position be. And he was surprised. Nobody had ever told him before. You are underperforming. But now you should be married. You should have children. You should have a job or a profession, a trade. You should be where God wants you to be. So wake up. Wake up. Open your eyes. Open your heart. Begin to pray and do some soul searching. Self-searching. And then when you realize that, no, you are far behind that should prompt you to get closer to God and, and see what you must do to be blessed. May you all do what you must do to be blessed. In the name of Jesus. In other words, there's something called you are plateaued. A plateau is you are progressing, you reach some stage and that is it. You are plateaued. No more progress. No more progress. A plateau. In fact, 
things are even diminishing in the sense that even existing good things are now fading away. Some things that existed are now fading away. So if you are in the church, FCS, wherever you are, and you, you, you bought a deep freezer, you bought a refrigerator, and now things are bad, you want to sell your refrigerator before you can eat. Watch out. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If we used to live in a hall and chamber, now you have to change and begin to sleep in a kiosk. Things are diminishing for you. In the name of Jesus, may it never happen to you. Clap your hand for Jesus. It is not hard to know. It's not hard at all. It is easy to find out. And today, I'm only drawing your attention for some facts that may have been lost on you. You didn't know this, thing, but may God now bring this into your attention. Especially after two weeks of revival, we need to be reminded about some of these things. God said, when he commands locusts to devour the land, locusts to devour the land, losses, Anything you invest in leads to losses. You just lose money. Anything you do does not prosper. Nothing prospers for you. Even death. Death. Destruction. Destruction. Next time it rains in Ghana, only your room is flooded. Only your room. Years ago, when I was in church, we had a sister who lived in a, a compound house. And there was a very heavy downpour one night. Very heavy rain. And the whole house was flooded. Everybody's room was filled with water. Miraculously, her room, the water came to the door and stopped there. Not one drop entered her room. May God do so for you also. Not because her room was on a higher level. They were all the same level. But everybody's room in the compound house was flooded. Their beds, their mattresses were soaked. Not one drop of water entered her room. May God therefore protect you in the same way. This same sister went to Accra to go and buy. She was a trader. To go and buy, think of myself. And she went to the little boy. Little boy. While she was busy buying the items, there had been a heavy downpour, and a manhole had been left by the road, con road construction company. That was filled with water, big manhole, like a lake. And while she was busy selecting her, where she had, hey, 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 when she looked back, her son had fallen into this big manhole of filled with water. Her son, and she should, he should have drowned. What, what, what happened? The boy came up, came up, went into the water, came up, and there was nobody who could swim. There was no one who could swim to save this boy. And this boy was standing on a cardboard paper, cardboard. She was standing on it and not sinking. Then they gave him their hand and brought him. May God do so for you also. In the name of Jesus. She came and testified two mighty things that God delivered her from. That is a blessed state. And may you all be in a state of blessedness. Locusts, they devour. They make you lose what you have planted. They just destroy it. Death, destruction of what you already had. God said, when I, and when I send pestilence against you, plagues, pestilence and plagues against you, they refer to sicknesses. One sickness after the other. One sickness after the other. Always you are in hospital. Always in hospital. Disease after disease. Even accidents. Accidents. Anytime you will go afraid because you, you have so many accidents that you are even afraid to sit in a vehicle. But note that actually these things don't really come from God. The Father, you must know that these things don't come from God. God blesses you 
God places the hand by me, the hand of God be over you all. Nibota, may God's hand be firmly over you all. But when God takes away his hand, when God removes his hand from you, then the enemy comes in. Then you are vulnerable. You become vulnerable. You become vulnerable. Once God's hand is upon you, God's protection is upon you because you are blessed. The devil, the enemy cannot touch you. But when God takes away his protective covering, takes away his hand, takes away his holy angels from surrounding you, then you become exposed. You are vulnerable. Your business is in danger. Your life is in danger. Your wife and children are in danger. Your finances in danger. Then these things happen to you. These things come upon you. It may not be all. It may be selectively applied to you. It may not be all. Otherwise, you can't live in one day. But living persistently, constantly for years under such a thing refers to being in a cursed state. And what must you do? What must you do to get out from this cursed state and be blessed by God? Number one, you have to be one of God's people who are called by his name. You must be one of God's people who are called by his name. So God gives the answer. God will provide the solution in verse 14. He said, if my people who are called by my name. So first of all, you have to be amongst one of God's people who are called by his name. God cannot bless you if he doesn't know you. If you are not one of his people, he cannot bless you. That's the first condition. In this Holy Spirit era that we live, it means believing in Jesus. The only way to God only way to the Father is through Jesus. You cannot get to the Father without Jesus. You can only go to him, to Jesus. He's the way. He's the way to the Father. No one comes to the Father except through him. Therefore, to be one of God's people, whatever you are, doesn't matter what you think. Doesn't matter what you believe. God's word is the word of God. It is infallible. It has no margin of failure. It is established. And it, it works. It has power. It is living. It's alive. It, has, it, it, it works. Receive Jesus as your, pers- as your Lord and personal Savior. And by doing so, obey his commandments. Obey his commandments. John chapter 1 verse 12. John 1, John's Gospel 1 verse 12 says, John chapter 1 verse 12. But as many, doesn't matter how many, millions, billions, the whole world. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name. John 1 verse 12. Number two, having believed in Jesus, you must humble yourself. Humble yourself. Hello? If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. Humility. Humility. Humble yourself before God and man. Do away with every trace of pride. And God will perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. God resists the proud. God resists the proud. But he gives grace to the humble. Humility. When you are humble, you are not humble for one year, two years. Remain humble. Wait on the Lord. Be clothed in humility. Let this mind be in you, which was also even in Christ Jesus. That same mind was in Christ Jesus, who is God. That even though he is God, he didn't consider it something to hang on to. I'm God, I'm God, I'm God, I'm God. But 
He humbled himself. God himself humbled himself. God himself humbled. Nobody humbled him. He himself humbled himself. And therefore he came in the likeness of men, in the flesh. The Bible says in Timothy that great, great is the mystery of godliness. Timothy, I think first Timothy. Great is the mystery of godliness. Mystery is truth. That is hidden. It is true. But it's hidden and revealed to some, some, but not all. Great is the mystery of godliness. Things that are godly, things of God, understanding and therefore receiving. They are, they are, it's a mystery. Then he said, and this is something that people will not understand. People will not, most people will not understand the greatness of the godliness of God. In the fact that God was manifested in the flesh. Can you believe it? God himself, who made the heaven, the whole universe, who filled the entire universe, manifested in the flesh, came in the flesh. He was seen by angels, justified by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit justified him. God was justified by the, by the Holy Spirit, seen by angels, preached to all nations, preached and believed on by all nations, and taken up in glory. This is something that some people will never understand. They will never understand this. The majority of mankind in the whole world will never understand. No matter how often we preach it, 24 hours a day, seven days, seven days, the whole year, they will never understand because it's not only is it a mystery, but it is also great. It's hidden. Unless they humble themselves. Unless they humble themselves, they will never understand. Taken up in glory. Seen by angels. Preached to all the nations. Believed on in the world. Just how the Holy Spirit manifested in the flesh. How? How? But I thank God that you hearing me today, you have already understood. And therefore, you, you, you are already blessed. Clap your two hands for Jesus. Humble yourself. Humble yourself that you don't understand. It's been hidden from you. Now, 1 Peter 5, 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 to 11. 1 Peter chapter 5, 5 to 11. Verse 5 says, Likewise, you younger people, Submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another. And be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Be clothed with humility. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. He will exalt you in due time, in his own time. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. He cares for you. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him. Step fast in the faith. Step fast in the faith. That's how you resist him. Knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Hello? Verse 10, but may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and the dominion forever and ever. Just say amen. amen. Be prayerful and pray. Be prayerful. Be prayerful. Be prayerful. Prayer is a sign of depending on God, trusting in God. It's a desire to have and to enjoy fellowship with God. If you are a Christian and you find prayer tedious, tedious, you find prayer as something difficult, 
you have to be forced to say the Lord's, the Lord's prayer in inverted commas. You have to be forced. You pray once a year, once a month, reluctantly, with, a, with an angry face. You don't desire to have that fellowship with God. Your prayer will not fall to the ground. Your prayer will not ascend to the ears of God. Prayer is a sign of depending on God, trusting in God, enjoying that fellowship with him, fellowship with God. Prayer is something that you must look forward to. If it's of your personal devotion, as soon as the day begins, you are looking forward to the time that you will come before God. See yourself coming before God. Sitting down with God or sitting at that God and talking to God and God also talking to you. God giving to you. You talk to him and he gives to you. You look forward to it. You look forward to the next church meeting. You hear the word of God. Because the word of God is alive. It's living. Powerful. Powerful. Sharper than any two years old. You look forward to the next church meeting. You plan for it. You don't wait until the time can say, oh, hey, I've, I've got this. You know, you plan other things. There are things that you have planned at that time. You know, you, 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 that means you have pushed God. God, far behind. God comes last. God is the Z position. Z position. Don't be a position for him. Prayerfulness is not, it's not just saying what they call the Lord's prayer. You know, there's no Lord's prayer. That's not, that's not prayerfulness. No. A lot, a lot more goes into being prayerful than just praying. Enjoy having fellowship with God. Seek the face of God. Seek his face. Seek the face of God. Remember one day, many years ago, when we were in the World Miracle Church, we went to church service, and after church service, we were standing outside, we were chatting, you know, and I said to someone, I've forgotten who I said to the person, no. I feel like going away for one week to seek the face of God. And there was a sister standing by, and here now she just turned to look at who is this? Who is this that is saying I'm going to seek the face of God? Praise the Lord. And to her, like I was going to look for God to look at his face. <laughs> That's not what you mean. <laughs> so, who is this? Can anyone go and look, search for the face of God? Hello? Ignorance. Misunderstanding. Prayerful. Regular attendance. Seek his face means that you always want to be where he is. Especially when the church comes together. When we come together. When we come together. It means regular attendance to all church meetings. And you don't do it out of compulsion. Not because you are being forced to. You don't do it reluctantly. You don't do it grudgingly. You do it cheerfully from your heart. It may even cost you. It may come from far away. It may even cost you that time you may have to go to work. And you may lose money because of that. Because you don't get paid for that time. But then you know what you are getting. You know you are seeking the face of God. So regular attendance to all church meetings. Studying and knowing the word of God with prayers and sometimes with fasting. Loving God above all else. Loving God above all else. And of course, faith condition. Turn from your inner wicked or sinful way. All these may look difficult, but they are not difficult at all. Easy. They are very easy. Jesus said his yoke is easy and his burden is like, These are easy. But see, when you don't do them, then you get used to doing what is even more difficult. Waking up early, sitting up late, eating a bed of souls. That is more difficult. Once you get used, you think that is easier than these ones. You think working 24 hours is easier than coming to golf for just two hours. Therefore, you are prepared to work 24 hours a day. 24 hours. Hello? And if I may chip in here, it's uh, Selena, is your son with us? Uh, what was her name? Richard. Is he with us here today? Richard is breaking my heart. 
Once he got a job, that is it. <laughs> we hardly see him. When he was, when he was, when I just was always with us, and we prayed that God would give me a job. Oh, sit down, my daughter. We prayed that God. Once he got a job, that is it. <laughs> it's a public rebuke. Once he got a job, that is it. Now he's got a job. He got income, so he don't need, he don't need God anymore. He don't need God anymore. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, he may get the money. But if you look at we may eat a bed of sorrows. Working early and late, day and night, day and night, day and night, making money. Neglecting God. Not seeking, no longer seeking the face of God. But may it be well with him. Praise the Lord. And that is the manner of many of us. If God should bless us now, and my prayer is that all of you shall be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Turn away from your wicked and sinful way in your life. Depart from the works of the flesh and manifest the fruit of the spirit. No, no sin. Depart from any form of sin. Always remember that there's no such thing as a little sin. Galatians 5.9 says, a little leaven leaven the whole lamb. There's no such thing as a little sin. Turn from all, every sinful way. Galatians 5.9 says, A little leaven, a little sin, leaven the whole lamb, defy the whole body. A little sin, defy the whole body. Now, 2 Timothy 2, 19-21. Timothy 2, verse 19-21. 2 Timothy 2, 19-21. The Bible says here that 2 Timothy chapter 2, 19-21. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands. Solid foundation of God stands. Having this seal. The seal is this. The foundation is this. The Lord knows those who are his. The Lord knows those who are his. And let Everyone who named the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Let everyone who, can, who is named by the name of, of God, a saint, a Christian, depart from sin. But in a great house, shall I say but? Say but. In a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, in, in a great house, like every church, in every church, there are not only righteous vessels, gold and silver, there are also dishonorable or people who are living under curses. <laughs> um, some for honor and some for dishonor. Wood and clay. There are some who are made of wood and clay, cheap wood and clay. Some are made of gold and silver. Others are wood and clay. Therefore, if anyone, just say anyone, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Yes, you may be a vessel of wood or clay for this honor. But, said, but if anyone who cleanses himself of these things, if only you cleanse yourself of these things, you shall be a vessel of gold and silver, sanctified, for the master's use. So that it doesn't matter where you are, it doesn't matter who you are. Once you, 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 you obey this word and you decide to be a vessel of honor, God can use you, God can bless you. And may God bless you all. May God bless you all. In the name of Jesus. Clap your two hands for Jesus. And having done this, what is God's response? First of all, God said he will hear your prayer in heaven. May God hear your prayers in heaven. <laughs> May God hear your... First of all, God will hear your prayers in heaven. Hello? For your prayers to be heard by God in heaven, 
Oh, it's a mighty thing. Then you are blessed. And may you all be blessed. Psalm 34, verses 15 to 18. Psalm 34. Psalm chapter 34. Psalm 34, 15 to 18. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. And his ears are open to their cry. His ears are open to their prayers. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil. To cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry out. And the Lord hears. And delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. Hmm. Isaiah 59 verse 1. Isaiah 59 verse 1. Let's say verse 1, 2, and 3. Isaiah 59. 1, 2, and 3. First, God hears your prayers in heaven. Isaiah 59 verse 1, 2, and 3. He says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from the Lord, from God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue has muttered perversity. The hand of the Lord, the Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot save. Nor is ear heavy that he cannot, he cannot hear. Hello? Church, is that in your Bibles? God hears prayer and he has power to do whatever he wants to do. Remember that. I always never forget that. God hears prayer. So when I pray, I know my prayer is ascending to the ears of the Lord. I'm not just talking into empty air. I'm not just boxing the air. I know I'm talking, I'm speaking to somebody. The person is just listening attentively. Our faith you know that the person is listening, that God is listening to my prayers. So I even choose my words carefully. I choose my words carefully. And I go straight to the point. And having prayed, I expect answers. May you expect answers to your prayers. It doesn't matter what situation it is. I expect answers. May you expect answers to your prayers. If we just pray because we say we should pray, so we are praying reluctantly, you know, grudgingly. And we are praying to just the air. No. God not hear you. Praying, if you're talking to God, like how I know I'm talking to you, preaching to you. That's how you should pray. His ears are open to your cries. His hand is not short that he cannot say, may God save you from every adverse situation today. In the name of Jesus. Clap your two hands for Jesus. Hello. Before I sit down, you first hear your prayer from heaven. Then, you forgive your sins. Because sins block prayers. Sins block blessings. You forgive your sins. Sin will be taken away for blessings to come in. The two cannot coexist. The two cannot live together. Sins will be taken away. Sins will be taken away. Somebody sent me um, something on uh, social media this morning about a school, a school in Europe. Europe, who brought, who brought Christianity to us? And then, um, class tutorials, the children were asked about something, about being gay. And this school is supposed to be a Christian school. Now, I don't say Christian, I say faith school. Faith-based school. Now, in Europe, they, are not, they don't even say Christian anymore. So those, those of you who want to go there, be warned. Hello? You don't say, you dare not say Christian. 
You don't say Christian school. They've kicked God out of schools. Now they're even trying to kick God out of the churches. You can't say Christian. So they say faith-based school. Faith means it can be Christian, it can be Islam, it can be Hindu, it can be Shinto, it can be Antwanyama, it can be anything. And um, the children, little children, they were asked what they think about gay, being gay. And a little girl who comes from a Christian family said gay, being gay, or homosexual is a sin. And that was all. That is all. That is, so that is her sin. She has sinned for saying that being gay is a sin. Therefore, she was slapped with two days of punishment, of excommunication, two days. Never, no, don't say that again. Never say that again. And the mother protested. And I protested. So now the word sin, sin is no longer tolerated. Those of you who use your tablets or iPhones or your tablets or for as a Bible, be warned. Very soon you read a Bible on, the, on, the, on, on your tablet and the word sin has been deleted. The word, some words we delete, Jesus we deleted. And, and, and then you say you have a Bible. That's not a Bible. Be warned. Use a printed Bible. Printed Bible. This is the Holy Bible. So this little girl's sin was to say that homosexuality is a sin. But it is not, it, she's not saying it. It's God who is saying it. I'm not saying God declares it. If God says it's a sin, it's a sin. If that's what, I, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. So if my God says it's a sin, it's a sin. Hello? So I didn't come from me. And therefore, I'm careful to please my God. I don't sin. It's as simple as that. So if you belong to any other faith, if you, you are LGBTQ+, and you don't think that that is a sin, it's up to you. You carry on with it because in your faith, it's not a sin. But in my faith, it's a sin. So I don't do it. I want to, I want to obey my God's my Lord's command. So I don't do it. But don't try to tell me that it's not a sin. To you, it's not a sin, but to me, it's a sin. So, I don't do it. It's as simple as that. They shouldn't try to force, they shouldn't try to force sin on us here in Africa. They shouldn't force us to sin. We are not going to sin. We all want to get to heaven. We know that they're going to a life after this life. We want to get there. So, they shouldn't try, even if they don't give us money, we eat papa and we shall live. Praise the Lord. Clap your hand for Jesus. Let them take away their dollars and pounds telling, we shall eat popcorn and cocoa yam and we shall live, we shall survive. God will provide for us Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap your hand for Jesus. Every form of sin I be taken away. Don't tolerate it. Don't even endorse it. Don't even tolerate it. Sin must go away. And then, the door for blessings will follow. And I, 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 I worry about Africans who are living in diaspora, America and so on now. What's what God is so much compromise. They are now compromising. Compromising. That is sad. If we, if we, if we are in Africa, we, now have to, we have to carry the gospel to them. Very soon, we, have, we, have, we will have to go and preach to them the true unadulterated word of God. Because now, there are some words that even church, you cannot, the pastor cannot mention those, those, those words. They will take the, the pastor to court and jail him for just saying those words. Now in America, they say what? Abortion can permit up to 15 weeks. 15 weeks, you, are, you can per, per, perform abortion. But it's still murder. To me, there should be no abortion at all. There should be no abortion. Every life is life. From day one, is life. Whether five weeks or two weeks, it's still life. And so I wonder why, I'll say it, I can't see how any Christian can be being a party, a party anywhere in the world, 
You say we are Christian. And we are in a party. You are voting for a party that supports LGBTQ plus QRS, Z. And you are Christian. You, you vote for this party. I can't understand how any Christian can support any party that endorses abortion even up to nine months. The day, the day a child is being born, you can abort the child. If you want to. Kill the child. And they said they are Christians. So see, Christianity has been adulterated, compromised. But Bible says that foundation of God still stands. Foundation of God still stands. Nothing changed. Let anyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Let anyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. That foundation has not changed. They are changing, but God doesn't change. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise the Lord. So if you listen to me somewhere, you may feel offended, but that is a fact. My Bible, my, my, my faith says, I'm telling you what my faith, my faith says. It's, if, it's often, I don't make the rules, I don't make the laws. If you have any issue, take it up with God. Go, go and take it up with God. Not with me. Not with the FCSC. Take it up with God. Church, let them take it up with God. Do you agree with me? Clap your hand for Jesus. Then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins. Forgive their sins. Finally, he heals your land. He blesses you. Finally, he heals your land. Blesses you. <laughs> Romans 15 verse 29. Romans 15 29. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kabaya, Rebasa. Romans 15, 29. Paul says, But I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Look at the words here. In the fullness, not 80%, not 20%, not, but 100% of the blessing in the gospel of Christ Jesus. Child, is that in your Bibles? Oh, is that in your Bible? The blessing in the gospel. There's blessing in the gospel. As far as I know, anywhere where God is not allowed, no God is there, it's not allowed. That, that place is a cursed place. That place is cursed. Because every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. And comes from the Father of Lazarus, comes from God. Every good gift and every perfect gift, all good gifts and perfect gifts, they come from above and from God. Therefore, you may be a wealthy nation. You can be the wealthiest nation in the world. Developed. You can have everything. But if you don't have God, that gift is not perfect. That gift it's not good. It's not good. Without God, it's not good. It is not good. And we are seeing it happening now. We are seeing it happening now. We are seeing it happening now. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. And I've been saying, I've started preaching, I've, 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 I'll keep on saying it now. We Christians, we have, to, we have to strategize and change our preaching. We have now to target the elect. We have now to Preach to the elect. The elect, when they hear it, immediately they, they respond, they change, they repent. And they, they receive Jesus. The elect. But the rest, they will not hear. Hearing, they will not hear. Seeing, they will not, they, they, they will not see. They, 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 don't, they don't understand. It get worse, worse. So now we have to target the elect. And the elect are many. They are in the minority, but they are many. If the elect that now we have to target. Not the world. We shouldn't think of changing the world anymore. Changing the world is impossible now. Noah couldn't do it. Lot couldn't do it. God had to come in and, 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 and end all that tomfoolery. All that foolishness. God had to come in and end it all. Noah couldn't do it. 
Lot couldn't do it. Jesus couldn't do it. And then they killed him. So, if you are here, consider yourself blessed because you are one of the elect. Praise the Lord. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. Because you are one of the elect. That's why you are here. And may you continue to be in your blessing of election. In Jesus' mighty name. So, you have to do this. These are things you have to do to be blessed. It has worked for me. It's working for all of you. Let it continue to work for you all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for the Sunday morning's Bible study and sermon. We believe you have been blessed by the word. Join us same time next Sunday and have a blessed week.